This is the Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast, and I'm your host, Brian Briscoe. Now, this podcast is designed for the aspiring apartment investor and literally gives them the opportunity to ask the questions that will help them get to the next level. So if you're an aspiring apartment investor, this podcast is for you. Now, this podcast is brought to you by the Tribe of Titans Multifamily Educational Community. It's your one-stop shop for learning how to succeed at apartment investing. Welcome to the Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast. I'm your host, Brian Briscoe. This is one of our multifamily brief episodes. You know, so first of all, a quick apology for people who you know have understood the routine. We've been we've been releasing episodes Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays for you know the last two years. The last couple of weeks, I've slipped up a little bit and you know got myself extremely busy. But just wanted to talk a little bit about that busyness and you know hopefully give people a couple of tips on on what to do when they they get super busy. So you know I've got a couple of irons in the fire. You're always working on doing more, which you know may be a disorder or a problem. My wife thinks it is. I was called a workaholic last week by someone else. So I figured, you know, maybe I need to work on that. But end of the day, you know, basically what I'm doing, I think most people who listen to the podcast know that I've started my one-on-one coaching program, which has taken a fair amount of time. I'm actually spending more, I was spending more time, you know, hopping on calls with potential clients than than actually coaching. And so that was I guess the sales and marketing part of that was really sucking up a lot of time. But you know, I'm at the point right now. Uh, we've we've, uh, we've signed up 18 clients, and I've only got room for a couple more. You know, I'm not going to spend you know too much time you know looking for t- new clients right now. I'll, I'll probably open it up a little bit later. But like I said, room for uh, two more. 20 is kind of like that sweet magical spot that I wanted to hit. The other thing that I've, I've been doing is is working on you know building the foundation for Streamline Capital Group, which is my new company that was actually my old company that's now my new company again. It was the first LLC I ever established. I think I established it back in 2018, and you know when I joined the, a partnership with Four Oaks several years ago, I, I let that uh, that LLC just kind of lapse. But anyway, in the last year, dug it back up again. You know, made it current and. I think uh, a lot of people who, who've been listening know I hired Shiler Shoemaker. He's my director of acquisitions, and he's doing an amazing job. You know, we put an LOI out last week, which was our first one together, which is also you know something I, I'm proud of. But we're building that brand. We got big goals. I want to get to, to 2,000 units by the end of 2025. Cumulatively up to right now, I've done 1,100. You've been GP in 1,100, spearheaded a, a handful of those. But anyway, the goal is you know, for Streamline Capital Group to have 2,000 units by the end of 2025. And you know, I really mean it when I say you know, don't wait to buy real estate, buy real estate and wait. We're still buying right now. We're still looking to buy. And I know a lot of people are on the sidelines, but I think most people are predicting that the market's going to drop a little bit or keep sliding a little bit. In most areas, it has slid, but you know who knows where that bottom's going to come. I mean, the only way you can figure out where the bottom is is you know three years from now looking in the rearview mirror, right? But I believe strongly if you have a longer term outlook, then every time is a great time to buy. You know, I'm going to go back to what my friend Bruce Frazier said at a conference about a month and a half ago. I think he said if he went back to the peak 
of, of real estate in 2007 before that big crash. And that was a crash. You know, right now, I don't think we're, we're anywhere close to a crash um, with real estate. But he said he'd still, knowing what he knows now, go back and buy everything he could get his hands on. Because over time, you know, time is going to be the biggest thing that leads to generational wealth. You know, you buy, you hold, and you just keep on rolling. So that's uh, that's definitely part of part of my plan is to to start to buy more and more and more real estate. And so, like a lot of my focused efforts have been with Streamline, trying to get that up and running. You know, Shiler is awesome, but he didn't. He came in with not a whole lot of real estate experience. Had all the other skills, and then we're looking to hire a director of investor relations. Got a bunch of applications out there, which has has also kept me extremely busy. But once I get that person in place, it's actually going to take a lot of things off of my plate, okay? Which is going to make me less busy, you know. And then the third thing is, you know, we we partner with a lot of people who bring in deals, you know. So I'm I'm constantly reviewing deals, and I've reviewed a lot of deals over the past month from you know, newer syndicators, you know, people who come on the show as aspiring investors. And, you know, we're, we're looking to to find good people that are partners and who can be long-term partners. So, you know, along those lines, like I said, I, I've probably been working, you know, 10 to 12 hour days, which is much more than I want. And, you know, my goal, and I'm just putting this out there, my goal for the next couple of months is, is to hire the right people, put them in place you know, offload a lot of the stuff so I can start focusing on what I need to do and where the most bang for the buck is for my activities. And, you know, one of the exercises that I'm going through is from a book called Traction. Well, it's it's in several of the books, you know, by Gina Wickman, the EOS series, the Entrepreneurial Operating System. You know, if you're watching this on YouTube, you know, I'll show you the book. You know, that's what it looks like right there. But anyway, it's it's a it's a great book and it's a great system. And I guess one more plug: I'm actually hired an EOS implementer, or I like to call him a business coach, uh, to help us go through that. So that's all also kept me busy. Like I said, we're looking for structure, setting up a structure for a business that can that can eventually get to ten thousand or twenty thousand units. You know, I think the structure is more important, just like the foundation of a building. Right. But one of the, one of the exercises he's putting me through, and I think this is very helpful for anybody else who is struggling with time constraints or time concerns. All right. The exercise is called delegate and elevate. You write down everything that you're doing or everything that you need to be doing or should be doing, you know, everything that's on your various plates. And once you have it all written down in a list, you start transferring things to a four quadrant list. You know, quadrant one is things you like doing and you're good at. All right. All the way down to quadrant four, things that you hate doing and you're terrible at. Okay. So when you start looking at all of those, you know, what do you offload first? You know, the things that you hate doing and you're terrible at, or that's the obvious answer. And for for some people, if you if you have the finances to be able to hire somebody outright, you know I didn't five years ago when I started in this multifamily game, but I do now. Then you hire somebody. If you don't, you can figure out a way to offload it. Okay, virtual assistants. I mean, it's a cheap way to hire somebody. You can go on Fiverr or Upwork. You know, whatever you're doing, you can find somebody to offload these tasks to. And in some cases, it might be you know find a partner. You know, if you're working solo. 
And, you know, it's like, I'm trying to find deals and I'm trying to learn and I'm trying to network and to find partners at the same time. And I'm trying to raise capital. You know, maybe your focus for the next little while should be, you know, networking and finding a partner. And if you network and find a partner, then you can get a lot of that stuff off your plate by, you know, a partnership agreement, delegating to a partner in that case. But, you know, end of the day, you know, the goal for me is to get back to a 40 hour work week, which would make my wife extremely happy, but uh, getting back to a 40 hour work week without, you know, dropping things off my plate. You know, so anyway, what well, we should have some big announcements. Um, I'm interviewing about a dozen people for the investor relations job this week. I'm not taking any more applications right now, but you know, we we got plenty of, of candidates. But you know, there, there's lots of people that we are going to be looking for in the future. So you know, if you're if you're interested, you know, reach out. Most of the jobs I want to be local to Salt Lake City. However, there's always a couple of things that we can like somebody who's really good at marketing. I'm getting a marketing intern in July, but. You know, I'll probably eventually hire somebody to be on our marketing team. And they don't necessarily, anyway, some of the jobs don't necessarily have to be be local. Anyway, that's it for today. Biggest thing, you know, everybody gets busy. Everybody has a lot on their plate. You know, and the question comes down to, you know, where do you most effectively spend your time? And one more thing that I actually had on my my list to, to talk about that I just realized I missed is the Pareto principle. You know, when we start looking at your delegate and elevate exercise, you know, one thing I'd like to keep in mind, the Pareto principle basically says that 80% of the outcomes or returns are generated by 20% of your efforts. So you're going to, so 20% of your inputs generate 80% of your outputs. Okay. It's true in profit. It's true pretty much in anything. So when, when you're looking at the delegate and elevate pile, you know, Make sure that the things, the 20% activities that generate 80% of your results end up being well taken care of, whether it's something that you keep for yourself, but make sure that ends up being, you know, part of your calculus or part of your, your thought process when we're making the decision on, on how to get certain things off your plate. Anyway, now that's it for today. Have a great rest of the day and we'll see you later. Thanks for listening to the Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast by the Tribe of Titans. If you're still listening, you obviously liked it. So go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Leave a five-star rating and review if you haven't already. And then make sure to check out our YouTube channel, which incidentally has a ton of video content that you'll also enjoy and learn from. Now, if you're interested in being on the show, go to our website, diaryofanapartmentinvestor.com and fill out the questionnaire on the website. And for more educational content and for more information about our educational community, check us out at thetribeoftitans.info.